0: Good morning, everyone. I hope everybody's doing well. God bless you all. Today I wanted to talk about the burden of belief, which is an interesting concept. I think a lot of us who are true believers and who are looking at everything that's going on can understand that concept, that when you believe and when you pay attention to Scripture and you see these things happening, there is an incredible burden Placed on those who see it. It's a blessing but it's also difficult to balance it and I just want to offer a little bit of support and encouragement to others who are in the same situation. As you all may or may not know um, yesterday or was it two days I think it was yesterday uh, the news broke that in addition to the seven-year covenant with many summit that's happening in New York at the U.N. on the 17th and 18th, they are now, in addition to that, introducing a possible peace deal with Israel, which sounds like it's involving the idea of splitting Israel into two states, which we all know, according to scripture, God will not allow that. I find it fascinating because most of the believers who are still resistant to the seven-year covenant meeting happening this week with the UN being the Daniel seven year covenant. The argument has always been, they believe that that seven year covenant has to include a peace deal with Israel. I don't see that specifically in that section of Daniel, but I can understand why people see it. But either way, I find it fascinating that now that is on the table too. So going back to the burden of belief, when you see all of these things, when you're looking at all of these things, when you're paying attention to what scripture says is about to happen, when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them. You can't help but feel that some stuff is gonna start happening. And then what do you do with that? You, the people like me who believe it, there's a big part of us that wants to just scream at the top of our lungs to tell everybody to get ready. But there's a lot of people who do not want to see it and can't and our job is not to convince people our job is to plant seeds and present a door for other people to open on their own if they choose to at the end of the day everybody's relationship with jesus is between them and jesus not us all we can do is plant seeds and back off that's it and i had an interesting opportunity yesterday on a walk with my husband Who I've told you before is sort of what I would say probably in the lukewarm church category where he kind of believes but not really sorta you know what I'm saying so I've constantly had to walk a line with him about what do I share what do I not share but yesterday I had an opening I can't really remember what happened but there was an opening where I said to him you know are you are you familiar with the revelation 12 sign in scripture so we talked about that and then I said are you familiar with what's happening in the skies next week And I told him and he listened and I told him, I just find it interesting that that's happening at the same time as a seven year covenant with many. And now there is also a possible peace deal with Israel on the table at the same time. And at one point after he listened, he went from sort of the shock and awe about all of it to the fear, which triggers him to question it and want to fight it and he says, well, what, what am I supposed to do? What's my family supposed to do? What's my daughter supposed to do? And my response was the only thing I can suggest to you is you talk to them about getting right with Jesus. And I know that's hard when you're dealing with people who have never even considered that before, but I also find it interesting. Even the people who have never considered that before, everybody knows who Jesus is. Everybody knows what scripture is. Everybody knows what the Bible is. Everybody knows what the concept of God is. Whether they believe God is actually true or not, everybody believes in the concept. Isn't that interesting? There's a reason for that, in my opinion, which was one of the very first things that drove me to pick up the scripture. Everybody knows it. this has been around since time began. There's got to be a reason for it. And then, you know, after we had this conversation, he quietly probably molded it through his mind and then was very uncomfortable with the whole idea and wanting to consider a conspiracy or it just can't happen and this peace deal will never go through and you know all of the all of the normal defense mechanisms that people go to when they're afraid of stuff like this and so i let it go but i guess i'm bringing this up to say that that is an example of the burden of belief when you believe this and you know it and you have an opportunity You do have the burden to say something and there have been times in my walk with Christ where I have been led by the Holy Spirit to say something to people that I did not want to do. I did not want to open the door. I did not want to deliver the message. I didn't want to do it. And yet I had to, I knew I had to. And then when I did dropped the seed, said what I needed to say, and then walked away, I knew that I did the right thing. And as uncomfortable as it can be to have people think you're crazy or think you're a conspiracy theorist or think you're a nut job or all the other mocking and scoffing that they do again, that scripture told us that they would, it's still a blessed burden to have. It's a blessed burden to have because can you imagine that all of this stuff comes down like we think it's going to because scripture told us, and you're standing on the other side of it, saying to yourself, why didn't I say something? That pain is worse than the burden of belief now. So I strongly suggest when you have the opportunity, you know, like I said before, there are people who don't want to hear any of it. Nothing you can do about that. But if you have a sliver of an opportunity, no matter what the consequences are, I think it's really good to just drop a seed, Go as far as you can and then give it to Jesus. And I think it's important. And I think it helps because a lot of stuff is lining up right now. This possible peace deal with, with Israel is, wow. If nothing else was a neon sign, how can that not be, you know? So I know the burden of belief is difficult and it hurts and it puts you in awkward and, and you know, very uncomfortable positions. But again, I think it's, it's blessed. Uh, for me, it helps to just quiet my mind, quiet my soul, and just listen to that very soft but consistent voice. That's the one that's the Holy Spirit for me, leading me, nudging me where I should go. And every time I follow it, even if it creates a situation that's uncomfortable, after I have followed what I was supposed to do, I feel better and I feel at peace with it. That's where we are right now. Um, the deception is really starting to come out. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but the whole alien story that they're prepping is, is in full force right now. And I heard an interesting comment yesterday. I think I was watching uh, Tom from the Watchman River and he was sharing a comment that he got that somebody was upset about believers talking about the alien cover story that might happen after the rapture happens, because that's not found in scripture. I have never heard anybody say scripture says there's going to be an alien cover story but what i would like to clarify is scripture is very clear that there is going to be incredible deception wonders as if it's proof right in front of your eyes but it's not that's what scripture says that the deception is going to be so great that even if possible the elect will be deceived So we are taking that from scripture and looking at the technological things that are happening right now and the news stories that are leaking out because I've, as I've said before, the best way to figure out what the lie is, is to listen to the mainstream media and the news articles. That's the lie. It always is. It always has been. That's the way they are. And it's always one script. When you know what the script is, you know what the lie is. You can figure out what the truth is. And so those of us who believe that after the rapture happens, they're going to blame it on aliens is because scripture talks about a major deception that's going to happen. And we as believers are looking at what's happening on the earth. And that does seem to be what's being set up as the cover story. Cause the one thing you have to step back and realize is everything on this planet has been designed from the beginning to keep your eyes off of God, to convince you that God is not real, to keep you down here stuck in the mire, of the corruption, which is Satan, that has always been the goal. So, knowing that, you have to think about well, how is Satan and the evil forces going to explain away the rapture when it happens? Millions of people all over the planet suddenly disappear. They can't let you think it was God, they can't let you for a second believe that the Bible is real. They have to cover it up. They have to. It's the only way that their plan from that point forward is going to work. Scripture talks about the major deception that's going to happen. It's got to be part of that. So the only plausible explanation that people can come up with is either A, they're going to try to say that it was some sort of weapon that's been developed, but nobody's leaked any stories about that. But the stories that have been leaked about are motherships, our aliens, are all of this stuff. Plus, the other thing that they can do with the entire alien cover story is what they have been planting the seeds from already, convince people that, no, 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 we didn't come from God. We came from little green aliens. Again, it's a deception created to pull you away from God, to deceive you into thinking God is not real. The best way that they can do a global major deception about that is the use of aliens. So, again, I am not saying, nor has anybody that I listen to, saying that scripture says they're going to blame aliens. But scripture is clear, number one, that there are fallen angels which are demonic. It does not talk about aliens. There are no aliens according to scripture. What it is is demonic forces. And it does say there's going to be major deception so much so that even the elect could be deceived so hold fast to scripture guys because the lies are going to come at you like they never have before and they are going to throw everything at you to convince you if you are still here after the rapture that it was not god please pull out your bible get a hard cover of your bible stick close to the word of god because those lies are not true Whatever the mainstream media is trying to feed you is not true. Hold fast to God. Do not be deceived. And the best thing you can do is right now place your faith in Jesus Christ. So you're not even here when all of this stuff happens. All right. I love you guys. Keep your eyes up again. I know a lot of shaking is going to happen this week. Um, a lot of shaking is going to happen. So just keep your eyes up, hold fast, Because Jesus is on his way. Love you guys.